You're listening to the Hash It Out Podcast with your hosts, Samantha Harris, business mentor and marketing strategist, and Hannah LeBron, licensed esthetician and San Diego spa owner. Together, we're using our startup savvy and six-figure experience to hash out all your business struggles, build up your bottom line, and encourage you along the way. Thanks for joining us. Let's hash it out. Hey, friend. Thanks for letting us hang out in your stereo today or your earbuds, whatever way you're listening to us. Um, this is Samantha and Hannah. We are here with our friend Michelle. Um, and Hi. we are going to be talking with her today about being a dual business owner and a mom. So Michelle, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do? Uh, hi, Michelle. Um, thanks for having me on, guys. Girls. <laughs> um, I own a residential and small commercial painting company with my partner, Steve. Um, I'm a mom to just one child, but it feels like more than that. <laughs> and then I have a lettering and art business. So. so tell us about some of the cool stuff you've done recently with the lettering business. Oh. Some cool stuff. Um, the most recent cool thing we did, I did, was a goal that was on my checklist, which was to work wow. with Lululemon. So cool. Yeah. Michelle's also a yoga teacher, yoga yeah. instructor. What's the right terminology? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Either so one. Either Lululemon one. is like ultimate goals, right? Yeah. Yeah. For lots of people in the industry. <laughs> yes. so, also, nice she made my she painted my window. That's ultimate goals. <laughs> <laughs> I love that window. <laughs> that window is beautiful. If you've been to Beauty Behind LeBron, the window um, was done by Michelle. Yes. It's been over a year now, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. It's so pretty. Um, okay, cool. So you own the two businesses and you're a mom. How are you? How are you doing all that? Huh. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know if I call doing it, um, but I get a lot of help. Um, I have a like personal development like mentor and coach that I meet with, mm-hmm. um, and then really that's that's one of my biggest support things. And I try to get as much rest as possible. I have a health practitioner team. I have a PT and an acupuncturist that I see mm-hmm. um, to manage stress. I um, do meditate and yoga. I think it's really important that you said that, that you have a lot of help because a lot of women kind of think that they have to do everything all by themselves. And that's kind of our, innately, that's our, like, that's that's what we just assume, right? We're women. We can do it all. We should be able to do it all, right? Yeah, keep the house clean, run yeah. your business take care of your family, your husband, whatever. Especially nowadays. Yeah. It's like some women are still expected to run their entire household, keep their household clean, raise their children, and run a business because that's what we're all doing nowadays, right? Or in your case, run two businesses. (laughs) Yeah. And both of them, I feel like they're really busy. Mm -hmm. So you're impossible like, friends it's let me impossible. just let you know it's impossible without having a group a team of help mm-hmm. um at your side at your beck and call like really ability to rely on those things so yeah you have a nanny for Mackenzie too yeah Mackenzie is her adorable little oh daughter oh my gosh she has the most personality <laughs> that's why gorgeous. Michelle yeah Michelle is saying that she she acts like she's three different people. She just has the most personality. <laughs> she's so freaking cute. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, she's the best, but she's a handful too. So she requires a nanny. <laughs> I think my biggest thing is like finding the right people to trust because I get nervous or you know my whole life I've always like I've, I'm just gonna do it because I know I'm gonna do it how I want it the right way and it's like mm-hmm. slowly I'm finding the right people for the business but it definitely is something that took a lot of time yeah it does take a lot of time you guys both have employees so that's a whole oh. other conversation we can get into I like that smile <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like having children. I love them, but they also stress me out at the same time. Oh. Yeah. I have a very small team, so I only have an intern and a a virtual assistant. So none of them work with me, but, like, I mean, Michelle runs her business out of her house, and one time she was telling me one of her employees was just sitting on her couch on a Friday afternoon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, office hours were done. No one should have been coming in, and I walk out. But <laughs> there, there he was, just sitting on my couch. Oh, right. <laughs> in his painting clothes. Oh, yeah. In my new couch. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. In his painting clothes on your new couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Having boundaries with your employees is important. Working from home, too, especially when you have to sometimes have people come to your house. Yeah. That's like a, you have to set those boundaries, too. Like, mm-hmm. It's not cool to be at my house after this hour. Right. My big boundary thing right now is um, messaging the girls. So, like, I used to just message them whatever time of the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously not, like, in the middle of the night or something, but it would be, like, 8 o'clock, and I'd be like, oh, tomorrow, make sure you do do this, this, this. And then now I don't do that because I'm trying to set that boundary, but they're so used to me messaging them so late that sometimes 10 o'clock at night, once 4 in the morning, and I was like... <laughs> if you guys could only see her face right now. <laughs> um, and you know, it, those these things that they're telling me are important, but it's like, let's wait till eight nine a.m. Well, I will tell you. So Hannah does this thing called "Do Not Disturb" on her iPhone, and I've known about it for years. I just never thought it was for me. <laughs> But I've implemented it. I think it's two weeks now, and it's oh, been great. I'm so proud. Yeah. Do you get phone calls or no? Only if they call multiple times. You can set it if yeah. it's someone or on your favorites. Favorites. Uh, or if they call multiple times. Yeah. So it's totally like safe. I didn't know that. I'm totally gonna use do that it. Then. Yeah. I thought it was just like turn off because we do it for like um, yoga class. Okay. I'll just put my phone See, that's what I kind of thought. Do not disturb was for like more temporary, but this mm-hmm. is every night from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. It will not ding not unless emails. No, nothing. <gasps> not one thing will t- will alert you. Added to my list. Like if you're looking <laughs> at your phone, you'll see the notifications. But that should have been my favorite. Not looking at it, <laughs> you don't hear. I might no do sounds. that right now while we're talking. <laughs> do it. <laughs> that has been such a good boundary for me. Um, but along those lines of text messages, super late at night. Don't you guys wish we could schedule? text messages like through iMessage yeah. oh my god Gmail just added that scheduling an email mm-hmm. okay just oh, added really? well just, I could see I just saw it that but I'm just like why hasn't that happened yet we've had iPhones now for 10 years oh. like why don't we have the ability to schedule a message to go out you can't even save it no because I have an idea I need to put it default I need to s- default what is it when you a draft a draft home a default yeah. <laughs> I need to do gifts of your faces. <laughs> For faces? Yeah. I 
know, you guys, one day we're going to go live and, and record these on a live video because That's Hannah's faces are so funny. Expressions. I can't hide my emotions. She can't. But it's okay. <laughs> I can't either. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm trying really hard, in which case people are like, what's wrong with Michelle? Like, I'm hiding. She All looks constipated. <laughs> Suppressing everything. <laughs> Give me She's some Botox. Emotionally so constipated. My oh my gosh. And I'm like the opposite. I'm just like, la di da di da. <laughs> I can't pretend to like people, though. You can't? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. I feel like. Samantha's You lying. feel like I do? I feel like you don't dislike most people. I don't dislike most people, but if I really don't like someone, like, you can freaking tell. No. Oh, you mean you can't hide that you don't? I can't hide it if I don't like them. Oh. I don't think so. Or if so. I'm frustrated with them. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. I'll point it out the next time. Okay. But it's just because you guys never see me. I don't, um, there's very few people that I really don't like. So Michelle is essentially like an artist, not just a Completely calligrapher. Art- she does like everything. The other day she posted stickers she made. She made stickers for me. We'll have to post them in the. Yeah. We'll, what am I going to put them on, Michelle? I don't know. Everything you're to make a few people's. So you know how. Put I'm on gonna, my iPad, I Why guess? don't you use the um, teal hydroflask that I got you and put it on That's the what I was thinking is I have that hydroflask and I don't have any stickers on it so I should probably put oh, some really? stickers. Yeah. I just bought new supplies to make stickers even better so Oh. I know. I have like a sheet for you. Typically I'll take like people's Instagram mm. when I think of an idea and practice and so if mm-hmm. their brand is good enough like well done on their Instagram then I can do a sheet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I if their brand isn't good enough like well done. Not yeah. good enough, but yeah. <laughs> Visually appeasing mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Which yours was the first one because it was so easy. Yeah, Michelle, like she does, you would, what do you call those? Like oh, yeah. yeah. Those are my favorite to do. But, um, so I have to, I'm putting out like all the stuff, which is probably why I'm super quiet on Instagram right now, is just writing everything down. And- um, that made me think because your one side of your one business is more creative. And then the other side is more because you don't do the painting; you do more like the back admin running the business. Also, do you do that all by yourself? Like you do like the customer service and everything, or you have other for, people to help for the painting company? Yeah, yeah, I do that with. I have a one virtual assistant, which is a family member, um, and then I have someone in office. Oh, okay. both are part time. Um, the family member also paints, so. In where she lives, so she'll mm-hmm. do office stuff for us. Um, which job do you feel like is easier? Oh, mm, the lettering business. Yeah. <laughs> far, well, far it's, easier. yeah. I Not just like, easier, but more enjoyable. Yeah. Like. yeah. And I feel like it's different kind of struggles, though. But, like, for creatives, I feel like a lot of the struggle is, is someone going to like it? Because it's a part of you that you're giving. You know, it's yeah. art. So it's like, okay, I created this versus... Okay, they painted your house and there's like a smudge. Whatever. That's something you can kinda like, okay, we'll go and fix it. Yeah. But like if it's like, oh, I don't like that window, it's just not for me. Like that's like, oh, I spent all this time doing this and not only time, but like you put your all into a creative job. That's I think a huge they talk about that a lot on um, podcasts, blogs, like for people with been books. If you're creative, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I think burns a lot of people out. 
because they end up feeling like my I am not good enough and it's easy to say that I think with art like to I compare am not your, good enough yeah. yeah they compare it to this other person or people who have been doing art for a really really long time and that's like the hardest thing to compare like art is the most personal like mm-hmm. I mean because it would be way easier to compare like my work to someone else's just because it's more like strategic rather than artistic yeah like for me in the beginning it was really hard because I wanted to do I mean there's a style of brows and stuff like that I like and then there's people who do it a different way which is also really beautiful but I'm like oh well they get all these clients so maybe I need to change what I'm doing so Mm. I get those too but I'm like why this is my style if you want to come to me cool if not, there's like 20 million people who can give you what you want. I have something to say along those lines, too. So um, when it comes to Instagram, mm-hmm. I I only do organic. So if it's not authentic and it's not organic, like, I do not teach it. And a lot of people have been playing this game called Follow Unfollow lately. And that, to me, is super inorganic and super... Just fake How and do you phony. Do that, though? Like, okay. So there are apps go, okay, so that you can you, buy, but they're, they're not working anymore. So, like, I talked to one of my influencer friends who has done it to, to build her platform. And to me, it's just so much more about numbers than it is about real people and real connection. And so I will not teach it, but I will look at my numbers, even though I don't believe that followers are dollars, I I know that that's not true, but I look at someone else's numbers and I'm like, oh, well, they have so many more followers and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's because a lot of times they got them in an inorganic or, you know, as Instagram, as far as Instagram rules are concerned, an illegal way, such as follow unfollow. And so sometimes I think like, oh, should I start teaching that? Should I start doing that? And then I go back to, no, absolutely not. That's not what I stand for. That's not what we do. It's just because it's a quick and easy way. And so I compare myself a lot for that, but then I have to sit and think, like, that's not authentic. That's not the way to make sales. Well, especially if you're, like, a local business. Like, yeah. me. Like, you don't need 10,000 followers. followers from, I don't know. Yeah, from oh. Aruba. Yeah. <laughs> North Carolina. I don't need, like, followers from all over. I need, like, San Diego people. You need ideal client followers. And, like... It's just crazy to me that people care so much about that number, but I even get caught up in it sometimes. Even though I know the truth, I get caught up and I'm like, oh my gosh, and compare myself. But you just have to stick to your guns and I'm what you. I'm gonna be real honest too. Like I used to think I was like, oh dang, I have like I only have like eight thousand followers. You do have a lot for being a local business. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, wow. I mean, because well, before I would push like a little bit more like makeup, like the more artistic things, so people would more follow me for that. Mm. Um, now I don't really do that anymore, but, um, I used to be like, hey, I got all these followers, but I wasn't necessarily making any money off of them. Right. I make now, I mean, I think I do get a lot of people who find me from Instagram, but half of them don't even follow me. They just said they seen it or they seen someone else post or they message me and then they don't follow me yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely don't think, I don't even know half of where my followers came from. I'm like who are you? And half of them have like names from other countries mm-hmm. or something. I'm like, 
I, oh, think... I don't know what you are, or it's like a fake, or it's like a company a account, account or a fake account. Yeah. I think you got a lot of your followers back, you know, in 2013, 14, 15, when in, before Instagram had an algorithm. I think right when they started doing like hashtags. Yeah. Yeah. So when it was easier to get followers and followers from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean you still do have a really big presence for a don't local don't follow business. me if you're not gonna <laughs> no no i mean you obviously like your followers aren't just a source of income like mm-hmm. they're real people for real yeah, relationships and stuff but um you shouldn't be like it doesn't do you any good as a business owner as a human whatever to have a million followers that are in Aruba (laughs) you know whatever I don't know why I'm saying that today but Um, I know you're painting Bowman painting right Mm -hmm. um do you get a lot of um business through Instagram no but Instagram so we don't get actual people like DMing us from Instagram mm-hmm. or I haven't, I can honestly say I've not had anyone find us, but, um, you have them vet you there. It, it's just a big tool for us. I think yeah. to mm-hmm. showcase our work without yeah. buying that gallery mm-hmm. page on your website. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to send people an Instagram link. Hey, check out all of our videos. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said about being present in different social media. Yes. Where um, tools, mm-hmm. social media so apps. So many people think that like, oh, well, I can't get business from Instagram or whatever. And it's just like what you're saying. Even if Instagram isn't your main source of business, it's still where people hang out. So they're still going to look you up there. They're still going to use it to vet you. And people so often will look at your Instagram page before they look at your website or, you know, anything else. So you need to still be present and top of mind where people hang out. Well, the more places you're at online when people search for something it's easier to find you it's easier to find you it's easier to find you like i make an account for almost every social media thing even if i'm not going to use it because if they ever look up like spa i make sure obviously to write the right things in the description and stuff but if they look up spa san diego la mesa spa whatever browse i want more things for google to pull up for them i think it's really smart um and I've been trying to push our social media for Bowman painting for a really long time, as Sam probably knows. Mm-hmm. Michelle was my first client ever. You know, it's I follow um, it and I see the posts all yeah. the time. Yeah, and Steve actually has been doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Like, the videos especially, I think, are really good. And, like, you never know when someone needs their house painted or knows someone. Yeah, like, and, and you when, just stay top of mind. Yeah, like, I was just thinking about, like, once I figure out my whole lease situation, like, want to do the floors I want to do the painting and even we just bought a house and like eventually I want to paint like the first person I think yeah is Michelle. Michelle yeah when it comes to anything painting, it's really. so <laughs> funny too because like Chaz and I are looking at houses in Arizona and so anytime we see like oh the cabinets are wood and we'd want them gray or whatever right <laughs> he's like well do you think Michelle could do it and I'm like yeah. Chaz is in Arizona <laughs> You want to pay for that extra but travel. <laughs> anytime that we see like a house that doesn't have what we want, he he even is like, oh well, Michelle could fix it. Michelle's company can do it. Yeah, so you just gotta say yeah, staying top of mind. Yeah, I think 
so the big thing with Instagram and owning a company like a painting business where you wouldn't get a lot of customers yeah is one you can monetize that mm-hmm just in case, let's say your business goes somewhere else. There's a lot of knowledge in a business, yeah. whatever industry you're in. And then even the fact that you said I'd be, you'd be in Arizona, let's just say. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're trying to be a resource. Like We want yeah. people to come and ask us. The yes. more people that know us, even if it's in Arizona or another place, mm-hmm. then that's more, like what do they call it, clout on social media. Yes. I think it's also important to say that social media is not just for getting customers like obviously like michelle's saying you can be using it as a gallery but also you can totally be using social media to network like i have met i know you guys have heard me say this a million times but i have met so many of my friends on social media um you know that hannah and i met on instagram michelle is probably one of my very few friends that i didn't meet on social media now we met through a networking group yeah so it's just, you can totally use Instagram to network. Um, like for one of my clients, I do growth strategy for her and she's trying to get on podcasts. And so those people aren't her customers at all, but we're using Instagram to build those relationships for her because, you know, maybe the owner of the podcast is in Georgia mm-hmm. and she can still be on his podcast, but she may, she'd never meet him at a networking group, right? So it's just, it's, Instagram is such a great tool for networking as well. So like you could meet property managers on Instagram that you wouldn't have met. You could meet other. I meet a lot of other. Brow um, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have like a handful that I've, I've never met in real life, but we're like good friends online. And when there's like big conventions and stuff and we're all going to be at the same area then we're like cool let's go meet like I was just talking to this girl that I know in Arizona today mm-hmm. she's like are you going to the Long Beach show I'm like yes cool let's go to dinner blah blah yeah so you know and it's always nice to have people um like a community of what is the word like like people like you guys yeah. in business mm-hmm. so things I can talk to you about I can't necessarily talk to my husband about because he knows Right. He's a smart man, but knows nothing about business. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Instagram can be used for multiple ways. It's not just to get customers. Yeah. Um, let's talk about being a mom and a business owner. Yeah. How I think you do really, <laughs> really good. And I so a big thing like, like on social media again is like um, connecting and relating to people. And I love like when. You go on your little, like, I love her, but she's, like, she's crazy. And I think, like, oh, there's so oh, many your daughter. parents. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mackenzie. Like, you know, there's so many parents who, like, they want to be the perfect mom. And they're, like, I am not would never tell anyone. I would never put it out there that I get that you're stressed not out with mom. my kids. But every mom gets stressed out with their kids. And so I think that's really good for other moms to connect with you because then they're, like, oh, that's how I really feel. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely any business, whether you're doing like a solopreneur thing or you're running a business with employees or whatever it is, if you have kids of any age, I mean, obviously if they're not, if they're over 18, but (laughs) if you have kids, you're busy. You're so, so busy and it's tough. Like, yeah, you have to like know too, like, okay, I need to turn off, like, I just can't imagine, I want children, I just can't imagine having one right now when I'm so consumed in the spa that, 
How would I turn it off to hang out with my kid? I think I'm exactly the same way, like... I mean, I know I could do it, but do I... Turn off how you feel about business or, like, social media? Like, just thinking about business in general. Like, every second I wake up and I think about business. And it's like, you want to be there with your kid. Especially, like, you know, you need to spend time with them when they're little and they're still growing. But it's like, how am I going to pay attention and give 100% to a child? And then my brain is like oh, my God, something broke at work, or, oh, my God, so-and-so is quitting, I need to hire a new person, this and that. Yeah. It's all about delegation Mm -hmm. and then setting all of your boundaries in a calendar. I'm really glad you didn't say balance. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody says that, and it's like this big, huge, like... You need balance in your life. Yeah, and, like, the truth is, is that balance doesn't exist. I read something, I wish I remembered where I read it, but I have remembered it forever. You, your brain in general can only focus on three things. Like you want to keep a, like your family, your business, your health, and then like, you know, other things. But it's right. like, okay, so, or, or like friendships and relationships mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm like, you have to pick your three that you want to focus on, that you want to grow, that you want to make sure you nurture. So how do you pick three? How do you balance out three? No, my business is like two-thirds of that. And then it's like my <laughs> husband. That's it. Yeah, that's the same with me. <laughs> but my husband at least understands like, okay, I, I'm on my phone because that's how I do my business. That's yeah. how I get clients. Or I got to run to the spa. I won't come home till like 7, 30, 8 o'clock because... That's my business. He knows he's a priority, but he also knows that the business needs to be. My husband had a freak out the other day. Did I tell you about it? Did I tell you? No. On you? Like, he was just totally like, dude, you're on your phone all the time. Because, like, I did take on Uh, a new client, and it's a large client. And so I offboarded a few clients to make room for it, but, like, it probably, I mean, because we're in the onboarding stage still. So it's like, it's taking up a good chunk yeah. of my time. And so basically it's added to my regular, usually I'm on on my phone pretty much from 6.30 till probably 3. And then I take a break from 3 to 5. And then usually when Chaz gets home, I, because like I decompress from 3 to 5. And then when Chaz gets home, I usually get back to work. <laughs> And it's not good for our relationship. It's not nice to do that to him. But um, it's been a lot. And so um, it's – I just have to balance. <laughs> but see, like, balance doesn't exist. Like, um, I do – We just did a podcast with um, Jacqueline, Sparkle by Choice, and she was talking about – or I brought it up. She has an app that turns off your apps. That's a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then there's settings that turn off your apps, and you can click on the app, and the app will pop back up, and it'll say, like, okay, if you get 15 minutes worth of app time, this specific uh. app, and you can use it. But I feel like with people like us, we're going to be like, okay, give me four 15 minutes. Oh, forget this. Well, for me, it like, my, it, it literally is my job to be on my phone. Like, I've been on my phone half the time we've been recording this. Not Neither of them have touched theirs. And so, turn mine off. Yeah, like I don't think that that would work for me because it's like literally my job. Yeah, but okay. So if someone messages you, like, what could possibly so be so dire and important that you can't put thirty like thirty minutes away from your phone? She's looking. At it's not phone even phone. that. I know. <laughs> it's not even that. It's that. 
I think it's part of my personality, which I have to work on, but it's like... You want to be there for them 24-7. All the time. I want to be there. Do you make enough money to be there? For, do, you, do you charge them enough to be there for them 24-7? No, no. I don't charge them enough. I probably make enough money, but that's because yeah. I'm there for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> So maybe that, I mean, that's hard for me too, but maybe that can be like a thing like, well, sorry, you guys can't message me between this time and this time. Or like, I mean, 30 minutes. I think I, it's tough like to decide. And I used to have this issue when I worked. So my my like personal development coach is Sherry uh, Colosimo. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Um, she would ask me the same question. Like, is this issue going to turn the dial by a little bit or Or by a lot? That's smart. And if it's not going to change it by a lot, you need to hold off. Yeah. You need to make the decision on whether or not it's that important. If it's not going to change that dial, really, what's the point? True. And so that's the question I ask myself. When I see something pop up, I'm like, is this going to change anything for me now? And if not, I can do this tomorrow. Um, I'm going to have to, I will probably message you later to ask you about this quote again, this dial (laughs) thing, because right before we started recording, I got a message from my employees at work, which is maybe 10 minutes away. Mm -hmm. And they were like, there's this machine. The lady, one of my texts was going to start doing a facial uh, the hydrofacial machine, which is, like, a really expensive machine, real expensive. Uh-huh. And they're like, it's not working. And I'm like, okay, well, is this on? Yes. Is this on? Okay. Still not working. So I literally drove down. I booked it over there. And I went in, and it took me two seconds to fix it. But the client already rescheduled before I even left. She rescheduled mm-hmm. her appointment for another day. But to me, my brain, I couldn't be like, turn turn it off. It's fine. You can go fix it. You'll be back at work tomorrow morning. I had to go now. So I could have used that dial. <laughs> That's how I am. Like, I need to, when I see any, not just an issue, but an email, a hello, a how are you doing, I feel like I have, I, prior to this whole thing I've been working on with, on, with Cherry on, is that, like, I need to touch everything. I need to well, know everything and, like, and be yeah. in everything. That's part business. of why I turned the Do Not Disturb on, because... If I got a text message at 3 a.m. and I heard it, I would look at it. Yeah. Because it would drive me insane. Same thing with Hannah. Mm-hmm. She would have been thinking about that the entire time we were recording. She wouldn't have let it go. Yeah. Sam was like, just go. I was like, just go. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not worth it. We're waiting for, we have to wait for Michelle to come anyway. So she's just like, just go. Like, I don't, I swear every single thing. I think, like. Part of it, I think, is a control thing. Like, we we want to have the control. And I think think it's really good as a business owner to have some of that tendencies, those control freak tendencies, because then that makes sure everything runs properly. Right. I've done this for so long. I know what's happening. I want it done this way. But we also have to have um, a point where we, like, let go. A boundary with that. And -hmm. then where we, like, chill out. Yeah. And just, like, okay, just let it happen. Let it be. Um, it's not going to be the end of the world mm-hmm. if we don't turn the dial. Yeah. It's not going <laughs> to. I think it's funny, though, because we have this level of control and need to be everywhere and everything. And I think if you don't start there and then tweak back down, yeah. you can't start below and not have to, the need or not have that push because you're not, like, trying to reach for everything mm-hmm. at right. a different level. Because I've seen people who try to run businesses, and I'm sure you have too, mm-hmm. where they're at that level. The lower, like, they actually don't care. They actually don't want the control. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And they can't rise above that. So it's just a personality trait, I think. And, I mean, maybe people who don't have that trait aren't that great at running businesses, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um... I, th- it's I just a... know that that's the true thing. I just literally am thinking about every podcast that I listen to, and they're always like, boundaries, don't answer your phone after six, don't let clients text message you. But it's like, that's I will how I started, say though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I will say it is not realistic. We have, like, I will listen to these podcasts of these people who are uber successful, right? And they're like, oh, well, I don't answer my phone after 3 p.m. And but I'm like. they also say that they did it before, so they're teaching you exactly. what to do now. But it's like. So you can't start at level 15. Mm-hmm. You got to earn your keep and get there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's hard. And. Mm-hmm. I would never have had the work ethic I have now if I wasn't answering emails at 3 a.m. Yeah, like um, one of the things I used to, like, especially when I first moved out here, because there's, from where I lived before, way more competition out in San Diego for what mm-hmm. I do. And I remember, like, I would go into work any time of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously not, like, 9 o'clock at night or whatever, but, like, you want me to come in at 5? Sure. Now I'm, like, 5 o'clock? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if I'm already there. Oh, she wouldn't well, even do it for me. <laughs> I was going out of town and I couldn't make my brow appointment and I changed it and she was like you can come over to my house and I'll tweeze your brows yeah <laughs> that's what we Only did because recently I've just been like we've had a lot of changes in the spa so I'm like I need to but before yeah, if this was three years ago I would no. be like come over meet me yeah there. and like I would text all my clients and then now I tell the girls like don't Maybe reach out on Instagram or something, but don't text them. But then never text because you can't mark it as unread and you can't schedule it. That's why I leave everything in Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger because I at least can read it and then come back to it later. So So that's what I do because Control Freak Me has to know what the what the message says. If it's not a priority right now and I can get to it tomorrow, I'll mark it as unread. And then reply to it tomorrow. Hmm. I do that with emails all the time. Yeah. That's why my email inbox has 8,700 unread emails. I don't want you to. And I'm not that girl. by like so many. I'm I'm inbox zero girl. But I don't know what happened. I think part of me has moved on from caring so much. Yeah. So that's a process. Yeah. Like if you are not where these girls are at when they're like oh don't talk to anyone after five o'clock don't answer your phones all the time none of this like you're not gonna hustle. make it in your yeah. life if you don't hustle girlfriend mm-hmm. you <laughs> hustle a bit. we answered our phones we had hours into sunday i think when we first started. yeah yeah you gotta yeah. do what you gotta mm-hmm. do now we've paired now we've paired them down yeah like, make your money <laughs> And then set your boundary. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you have clients, like, one of my things was before I would take clients, I would work five to six days a week, every Mm -hmm. week, mostly six days a week. And so now I have to, like, it's been, like, about two years now, but then I had to start cutting down and giving some of these clients to the other girls that work for me. And it was really hard because most of them were like, no, I want you. Or you came. Loyal. You see me at Saturday, on Saturdays all the time, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, well, sorry, I'm only working Sundays now. And then i cut down to every other Sunday. And luck, you know, I probably lost 
a few clients or at least maybe even just given them to one of the other girls which I don't mind but there's mm-hmm. probably some clients who I've lost because I don't offer those times anymore I didn't have those balance I'm like okay no I need to go home and hang out with my husband but now you're in a space where you can afford to do that yeah yeah but in the beginning I had to do that because you had to you had to get yeah. your name out there you mm-hmm. have to earn people's trust mm-hmm. yeah if someone wants to see you on a Saturday at four o'clock or three o'clock like in the middle of the day when you should be out doing something like Sorry, gotta go do yeah. it. I gotta make that money. You gotta pay the rent for your space. I you don't. Gotta- yeah, I don't think it's realistic for these people to be preaching on these podcasts. Like, don't answer your phone after five p.m. <laughs> don't look at your emails. Blah blah. I don't think that's realistic. So, it was really, really great talking to Michelle. I'm so excited with that we decided to do this and just have kind of a chat, open conversation. Yeah. Um, you can find. Michelle on Instagram. What is your? I want both. Where of them. can we find you? Yeah, uh, it's at the underscore letter shell C H E L L E. Like my name. And then Bullman Painting. Yeah. Is there an S in there? I um, think it's at. I don't. Know, it's at Bullman Painting, but I don't know if it has an. I think it. I think has it has an, an underscore, underscore in the middle. In the middle. I'm, I'm and Bullman look. only has one L. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's at Bullman. Oh, yeah. Bullman, B-U-L-M-A-N underscore painting. Yeah, okay. We could have just yeah. looked it up. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we're like, As oh. I have my phone in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can find her on Instagram, your websites. Do you, so Bullman Painting, they obviously have their website. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you're working on yours right now. It's for, like, up. Oh, it's up Just now? for contact, you'll see some pictures, but you can probably see more of everything I do on my stories. Yeah. I'm always on stories if not posting. Awesome. Um and you're we'll be waiting for your next project and your cray Crayography next month. If you are uh, interested in lettering and want to join in, it's called Twenty Minutes of Cray on Instagram. I'm writing it down so I can share that with you guys. If you're a mom. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go for it. If you're a mom, I'm going to do the theme. I put a poll out, and the theme is going to be things kids say. All right, guys. Please go look up Michelle. She's amazing. She's so funny. She puts out great quality content. Um, We will have another episode featuring her in maybe a week or so, so stay tuned for that. Um, Screenshot this. Share with your friends. Um, Tag us if you're going to post on social media so we can share your stories. And send us a message. Let us know what else you want to hear about. We're so grateful (laughs) that you let us hang out in your earbuds today. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.